0: ladies and gentlemen this is your captain of cutting weight speaking we'll be cruising along here at uh, sea level out here in geauga county thanks for joining us and we know you have a choice in your podcast and, and we appreciate you tuning into our airwaves here we're gonna be uh teaching you some of the finer points of cutting weight here tonight so we've got uh i'm your i'm your captain here mike stall to my left shaming McNona. to my right jim Ayers. we've got a great guest here tonight an old-time friend from uh Uh, from Blue Streak Land and uh, we're excited to get after it. We appreciate the fan response to our request for emails uh, and I say that with plural with with intention. We'll get into those. Yeah, that's fantastic. So thanks for thanks for uh placating us means there. at least
1: two people listen to the very end of the last podcast
0: absolutely <laughs> it, through the end i mean and plato probably just skipped right through to the very end just plus so, 30 plus 30 yeah. plus 30.
2: a lot of those guys i think listen like you i hear if you listen to podcasts at like double speed which you can you can get through them quicker so those like super nerdy people they're into it like they'll listen to them double speed yeah. so they can just rip through them
0: absolutely well i don't advise that you do that with this podcast cuz this is like a this is a slow burn. I mean you really got to you really got to soak it in. Exactly. Just chew it up. Exactly. Taste a little bit. Absolutely. Just saturate in it. So, we're uh enjoying a, a couple of good spirits here tonight. One is a uh, a juicy IPA again. <laughs> uh, another one it seems to be a little streak. bit of a, um and we'll talk about that here in just a second cuz it is a really good uh, juicy IPA. Um, it's by Heretic, and it's uh, "Make America Juicy Again." So uh, this is a conservative beer, apparently. I think,
2: like through through a lot of like the last decade, though, there was a lot of concern. Like there, were, a lot of people were saying like America was not juicy enough. Yeah, you know the the juice levels of America.
0: All right, but it's it, this is a uh, this is a particularly juicy IPA. It tastes a little bit like orange juice, and uh, if I read the label here, it says um happiness resides not in possessions and not in gold happiness dwells in the soul
1: i think it's the longest named beer it's make america juicy again new england style indian pale ale
0: i had no idea this was from new england it doesn't
2: say it. In, it doesn't it's say not. indian pale ale it's not india it's india india it's from california mike okay fairfield california
0: is there a native american pale ale like an indian pale ale
2: i think the indians were good and then like all the settlers came over and brought alcohol and then and, things and, went, went and, the, and the
0: flu and guns yeah <laughs> they're like you know what we're going to stay away from those guys and uh, i don't like the fact that they get drunk and but, shoot at us all but isn't
2: time. i mean i'm just kind of speaking of what knowledge i have that isn't completely probably fact-based yeah but is, wasn't it an issue where like, so there really wasn't an alcohol per se when the, you know, the settlers came over and Native Americans' bodies weren't didn't have like hundreds of years of dealing with the alcohol that was going on in Europe. So when they came, I don't think they were able to really process alcohol the same way. Mm-hmm. And I know it's it's been like a, something that actually like, and I'm not making a joke out of it's like ravaged the Native American population in this country. Because yeah. the amount of alcoholism that flows through Native Americans on... You know, I can't even think where are they where are they? reservations. Reservations. am well, yeah. Reservations, like it's it's a huge problem. And maybe it's maybe it's also because like they were forced to live on this land that they <laughs> yeah. didn't want to and they're like, fuck this, I'm just gonna get hammered every day. But
0: there's a lot of angst there.
2: But I think that there is like a predisposal to alcoholism. So way to go, Shane. You said Indian and now we're talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you had to bring that I don't know why you path, yeah. why
0: you bring this Indian pale ale to us. I'm pouring it out. <laughs>
2: You're you're supporting alcoholism so, in Native Americans right now by drinking this. Well, you drink a lot of Indian pale ales. I'm trying to drink it so they can't. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to keep Because I figure if I'm drinking it, they're going to be them off better. the sauce. This yeah. all this
1: all makes a lot more sense now. Yeah,
0: we've ma- we've managed to offend an entire race here right <laughs> off the bat here at the cutting weight show. And uh, if you're listening, I hope you're I hope you're sobering up and or maybe just getting ready to get get drunk again well and if you are listening for the first time welcome uh this is a show for killing time so thanks for tuning in and congratulations on finding some time to kill
2: when you're done with this one there's 19 other episodes you
0: can absolutely to. so wait
2: this is episode number 20 20 today. wow this is kind of a milestone absolutely i mean i didn't think we were going to make it through like four I mean, the podcast is it's almost legal to drink now yeah
1: is that how that works yeah,
0: yeah i guess so probably time to get to our host and he's brought another uh, libation that we should what talk about our about? guest our guest our host <laughs> you're listening to uh, but you know what we velvety, like to make our guests feel at sound. home and
2: make them feel yeah. like a host too They're part yeah. of the team when yeah. They, yeah, I mean, let's call.
0: talk to our host i meant host as in he like he's carrying a disease <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's a carrier he's the outbreak monkey from <laughs> yeah
0: i mean host as in he yeah he's actually carrying a virus. He might not be. Let's hope he's not because he works for the health department. (laughs) And uh, Jerry Scott, welcome to the show, my friend. It's been a long time since you and I have had an opportunity to hang out. But uh, uh, Jerry and I were just talking about uh, some good times in Burnett and uh, where we used to uh, just kind of sauce it up a little bit. When Jerry was trying to actually study... (laughs) And uh, well, I was, was, Mike was not trying. He to was study. one of those guys in our college dorm room freshman year that literally was like trying to hit the books. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he was. Uh, Jerry, welcome to the show, buddy.
3: Ah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, great to be here. I uh, t- Reached out to Shane a little bit ago. I, you know, listen to your guys' podcast and think they're fantastic. And I told them, uh, you know, I'm not a college wrestling coach uh, I haven't win any national championships I don't own my own business I don't have any product to sell uh, but if you can't get any other D-list celebrities uh, by I all means I, by I, all think, means, I, I have I availability
2: I don't even think we've made it to D-list yet but we really appreciate you coming out Jared. Yeah, yeah,
0: answer the call I mean there we, we've got a you know we've had some other potential hosts that we've said hey why don't you come on the show and they're like
2: but I still think they're guests I mean I love how you Damn call it. Them. <laughs>
0: potential are, you, are you trying to are you trying to find a replacement for Actually, yourself? yeah i need to back out guys <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm running on like three hours of sleep give me a break but yeah we, we've we've as we said last week we've invited a lot of people on the show and they're concerned about coming on because one of the 15 folks that listens to this show might report something to their employer to say, hey, do you know that this guy drinks beer? Do you know
2: this guy had fun once in his life? (laughs) And is that even
0: allowed at our company? I'd like to bring something up kind of right off the bat. First of all, the song Detroit Rock City um, is something that's very near and dear to uh, Jerry and I's heart and the IBG family that's uh, here before you. And um, Jerry, walk us through what that song means to you and the memories that were made that night for everyone who was in attendance at that lip sync concert.
3: Just absolutely nostalgic. <laughs> I mean, bringing back Kiss in makeup uh, in front of 10,000.
0: <laughs> I think it I mean, if the, yeah. It was more like no. 10, 10. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was being live streamed or not, but uh, I mean, it was probably I think there upwards was of a around thing. 150 kids in that gymnasium.
3: But, uh, yeah. Uh, we all had our, you know, dressed in black spandex. Shirts were off. Chests were shaved. Yep. Uh, face paint. Except for,
0: I don't think Coughlin's chest was
3: shaved. There was no, no
0: razor sharp There are no shears that could. Deal I think with I it. remember telling him, "Let's put your shirt back on." I don't think Peter Chris would like you. This you being portrayed this way. Um, what you no. were, um, you were not the demon. You were spaceman, correct? A spaceman. Yeah. Yes, uh, Chip face- Clapper
3: was the demon. <laughs> <laughs> who I'm pretty sure did not even attend Carol <laughs> at yeah. that point. That's right, uh, Matt Clapper. He Matt Clapper, like, his yeah, brother's like, chip. My bad. I say
2: like, who's chip? Like Chip's brother. Matt attended, but like over like a 15 year period, like he was he was there like <laughs> random, random spots throughout there. And
0: yeah, if anyone who was on the Greek Council is listening, we illegally won the the poor boy run, <laughs> the yeah, poor, the boy. poor boy sandwich um, run because he would uh, he would. Eat an entire po' boy sandwich, run a lap around the quad, I eat mean, another one, he had and to, run again. He had to do like four and of them. A mile no one right? could touch him.
2: It was insane. It was <laughs> freaking. It was like competitive eating before it became like an actual competitive eating sport. Like, had he had he been born like ten years later, <laughs> yeah. we we would see him on Fourth of July on ESPN <laughs> eating eighty nine. Yeah, there's hot dogs. no doubt. I mean, I mean, it was. It was ridiculous he would
1: eat two of them do his two laps and people would still be finishing their first one then he would go to the cafeteria and like eat a normal I literally <laughs> yeah used then he go eat a pizza
3: five hey, minutes come, later eating-
2: I, but didn't he i swear to god i remember didn't he do like the bun soaking too he, he had
3: the whole technique he might have like, even invented yeah. that
2: like kobayashi ain't shit <laughs> or <laughs> joey Chestnut. clapper, clapper yeah, she, clappy, yeah. clappy clappy st Clair was the guy <laughs> that probably invented that and somehow word got out all mm. over but Oh my God, Clapper! Remember when he had like? Because he was also like a, a black belt in like multiple fire hands. Yeah, he had this thing called fire hands, Jerry. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he would do a thing. I never had it done to me, but I, I saw him do it to someone. And he would like just literally like flick your chest from like an inch away, and. It would like make your whole body feel like it was engulfed in flames <laughs> to the point where like they couldn't like you're on the ground like writhing in pain yeah. it was like a ninja move i don't know what i don't know with anything behind it no but he had
1: fire hands there's did a lot of a lot he of he kinetic take, like, energy like, a, a regular there apple and just take his hands and like jam
3: it right through Wa- watermelons apple? water watermelons just <laughs> s- make watermelons explode like by what is clicking it with what his is his
2: clapper doing now <laughs> If he's not a trained assassin, I'm not sure like what he should be doing because that's the only career path I really. But I mean, he was like a super smart guy. He
3: was oh, like yeah. he, was unso- really smart. he was like
2: unsocially smart. He's like a PhD.
3: In he was like Mike physics. Markovic. You remember
2: Mike Markovic, <laughs> yes. obviously, like the super smart, like smarter than we could even really think. Like he could start talking about something you wouldn't even. You're lost in a minute, but like socially, just a complete misfit. You know can't really just like yeah. hang with the guys and
0: when your opening line is hey i know karate and you know i'm gonna flick your nipple with my fingertips <laughs> and then you're you gonna mean, be you you to your nipple feel like it's on fire like hey nice to meet you did where's my where's my po-boy hey, did you
2: anybody see where what happened to my po-boy hey, nice to meet you where's my pepper spray that's what typically it would probably
0: be oh <laughs> uh, so uh greek week uh we so bring we were, back we, were all, we were all in
1: the same fraternity mm-hmm. yeah absolutely First
2: greek week they had a uh
0: Iota, Iota Beta Gamma, which I
2: don't even—I don't think our fraternity is even like a thing anymore, is it? Like, and for the nah. listeners that maybe don't know us or want to care, like,
0: it shouldn't—it shouldn't, it we, shouldn't it be shouldn't according be to thing. the current guidelines in terms but of hazing it wasn't, and
3: everything. else. It
2: wasn't like a national affiliated for oh, They're all like on campus. It was just made a club. It was literally like a club. Yeah. Just pick some a Greek letters and make it sound good. bunch it of was, degenerates yeah. that just, you know.
0: I mean, it was essentially the wrestling team. <laughs> and then the betas had the, you know, were the football team. Right. And then the, whoever the girls were, were just the hot girls. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The what hot right. girl team. They were on the <laughs> yeah, hot girl team. <laughs> uh, pi I believe. Yeah. pi Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, we, and Detroit Rock City, we, we played that song. I think we also did, uh, rock and roll all, all night and part of every day
3: and we went to big fun and got pyrotechnics remember we had the magi- right, magical yeah, fire that exploded <laughs> out of the fingers and again and,
0: and yeah another shout out to big fun that's a down couple. on uh, coventry because yeah. we
2: talked about do you remember jerry when when mike had bought the mr t like punch it thing <laughs> that was a big fun purchase <laughs> that, that was on a, that was probably episode like four <laughs> Mr. T <laughs> hospital gown <laughs> with like rock'em sock'em robot arms <laughs> we what- had a lot of fun with that where I,
0: he would knock me out but uh, yeah T what's your problem today <laughs> the great thing about that is that we would go down to Big Fun, and I probably had eleven dollars in my bank account <laughs> and I bought that thing <laughs> solid person. <laughs> do, it, do, it, yeah. do I want to
2: Do I want to get like a month's worth of ramen noodles or a Rockam Sock'em <laughs> Robot Mr. T? Uh, I, I think,
0: think we're going this I week. think anybody would agree. I made the right
2: choice. I mean, you could have got hit by a bus the next day and
1: those ramen noodles would have been no use to you with that Rock'em Sock'em Mr. Exactly. T robot. Who,
0: who knows where that thing is at right now?
2: <laughs> Just the fact that he was dressed in a hospital gown. That was the best part of it. I mean, there's so many best parts of it. I don't even... <laughs> I gotta yeah. find it. We Please. need, we want, once we get to the point where we got like a TV and then we can video this and send it out, we will we'll need, P, like Shane, you could pull it up and pro- somehow find the Rock'em Sock'em Robot Mr. T.
0: We're probably 40 or 50 episodes away from that. So oh, don't, I thought you were gonna say 40 or 50 years. <laughs> don't hold your breath there, folks, but
1: several sponsors away from that.
0: So Jerry, uh, Jerry was a roommate of ours in college, or a dorm mate anyway, where we uh, we shared rooms and um, we were just talking about the story before the show where Shane and I's room. Uh, oh my God, we got to post that to the actual. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Jerry's got a picture uh, of
1: the kiss, the kiss. Let me through. see
2: that thing.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, to me. yeah. We're, we're posting that. Is that Panch in the background of that hallway? So does Coughlin have a <laughs> shirt on, or I can't even tell?
2: Or is that just, or is that just hair?
0: it's a bra i think uh that's a Uh, fur there's a mink bra (laughs) Um, but jerry like we talked about jerry was kind of a studious uh he was really kind of trying to get after the books and everything else smart kid um also had a pretty dutiful roommate and ryan gorsico um shane and i had a room on the first floor i could see jerry's window on the second floor and i'd regularly kind of call out to him hey jerry what's going on up there and he's like yeah you know i'm I'm actually studying right now i don't have a lot of time to talk i'm like all right i'm gonna bring up a bucket of beer (laughs) (laughs) and uh that's what you know we technically weren't supposed to be drinking in the dorm so i'd bring up uh uh i had a a, like a cleaning bucket or something shower caddy. yeah right and uh, i'd cover it with a towel and bring up a a bucket of whatever we had which was probably Bushlight. light remember the ice beers were a big thing back then ice was big
2: like ice house,
0: and it was yeah. actually in Jerry Scott's room as young pledges in the I- Iota Bay Gamma fraternity, where we received a very important call.
1: True. Let's let's hold off on that because we can link that together with our emails.
0: Okay. All right. Let's All right. let's. So Shane, that. yeah, we
2: got some emails this week. So well,
1: yes. Yeah, so he, to, tell us about at least, like I said, at least two people listened to the last podcast at the very end. So I got two emails from uh, from listeners. Friends of, friends of the show, if you will. I'll start with the, the second one, which I'm not going to read. Was, Mike, was from your brother-in-law, Jake. And he sent me the uh, the entire, I think it was the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> okay. He's like, you said you'd read whatever I sent, so here it is. No,
0: that son of a Signed bitch. Signed by
1: Johnny Hancock. Well, so we're liars. Jake. So, but he was the second one, so I said, hey... First you did say first. I think I said first. Yeah. I'm gonna at least say I said first. Well, oh so.
2: he got it he got a shout out. So nice Thanks try, for Jake. listening,
0: Jake. Yeah. It Jake, was thanks great. for listening. Yeah, it's good to know you're you're out there, buddy.
2: Maybe next time we'll just do the preamble to the Constitution. That's not that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a little easier. Or the Gettysburg
1: Address or something. <laughs> Alright, so the other the very first one I did receive was from johnny mcguire also known as johnny mack johnny um, mack so he was a, a couple years older
2: than us yeah he was a senior when we were freshmen that's right he was a football player and wrestler super Great. stud like the largest legs i've ever seen in a human yeah. in person
0: calves the size of my waist
2: yeah just quads to die for
0: <laughs> calves the size of yeah <laughs>
3: basically a spitting image of the rock right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Yeah, he was with, the rock. with
2: with a crooked kind of neck thing.
0: <laughs> Is Johnny right? Johnny in uh, he's up in Michigan?
2: I think he's still in Michigan. Yeah. 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 I follow him on Facebook. He he's always posting like crazy um, posts of like I think he's into like scooters and like hot rods and cars and everything okay. like that. And I I saw one He
0: started with scooters there. <laughs> yeah he goes he goes into he, muscle cars and scooters he runs i think he runs the gamut like he, <laughs> yeah.
2: anything that's with a motor he's he's into he's into
0: tricycles but I've, and mustang but
2: i've also seen some like posts he's done of videos where he's doing like a kettlebell workout and the kettlebell looks like it weighs like 600 pounds <laughs> <laughs> it's like bam bam from flintstone just like he's throwing it up in the air doing like, no problem crazy shit with that so yeah he's uh He's still a beast from what I can gather. Oh, so yeah, Johnny no Mac, thanks for uh shouting out. What do you got for it, Shane? All right, so here's here's what he said. I said I'd read it. Hello, goat lovers. <laughs> if you run into
1: Esslitch, ask him if you ever wrestled Brock Lesnar. Here's a picture from when Jerry Scott comes on for when Jerry Scott comes on. Jerry with a J. <laughs> <laughs> well wow. Well. Yeah. He spelled Brock Lesnar.
2: The fact that he remembered your name. I like him. Yeah. Like
1: I also have a great picture of that of that fateful. Fall Voyage, where three tornadoes touched Shane's down while we, we were out.
0: Shane reads at a third grade level. Well, <laughs> the
1: spelling is not the best.
0: <laughs> Didn't we say that
2: like, there was no reading?
0: Yeah, it? we shouldn't be reading, but we, we, we broke the rule. All right, we, yeah, let's do it.
1: The inspiration for The Goat all started with a quarter bottle of 151 and an afternoon listening to Adam Sandler's Goat Boy skit, <laughs> Johnny Mac. And he sent me a picture of Jim holding the goat with, uh, I think it's Tyler Zines and... Uh,
0: it's, it's got to be or something.
1: No, is that like... What's that dude's name? The football player? Oh, that's Schoen? uh Nate no, Schoen. Nate Schoen. That lived, lived in Johnny Mac's house. So Jim is... Whole, I think... Did we talk tell the story once on the podcast about Johnny the Goat? I believe so. I think we might have. But Jerry was involved with the Goat key member. And key whatever, member. Key he member. was in
2: uh, Goat Team 4 with us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, he identified the Goat as a yeah. target. <laughs> And uh a
2: target of high relevance.
1: Yeah, so uh, I mean thank thanks Johnny for listening. We appreciate it. We'll uh we might have to have him as a calling guest or Oh, that would be great. He, he would draw, he would probably scooter on in if we asked
0: him. <laughs> he probably would. <laughs> I can remember Jerry and I having the conversation when we first hit the uh you know, that, that fateful night when we first hit the uh, the target. We couldn't we couldn't necessarily find an a goat right off the bat. There was a horse there that uh it had, a, it had a name on its, its fence yeah was it was like dale <laughs> we got to back up just
3: just a little bit you know yeah,
0: what yeah. we have we have jerry here who yeah
3: yeah, Who's yeah. The, he was, the one of the, I I mean, was one of I the, mean, the accomplices mean, i'll get to it but night. this this story actually got me a one a round trip ticket to the american music awards <laughs> you're kidding i uh, do no, oh, yeah uh, yeah, right. yeah. Well, Tell us start story. from the beginning just yeah so and and please chime in because i'm sure there's details that i'll leave out and you guys like I remember, you know, bits and pieces initially, but we were we were sitting. I believe uh, you brought a bucket up to my room at at some point, and we were we were hanging out, and because it
0: was lunchtime,
3: (laughs) and I had several classes lined
0: up that I wasn't going to attend. So and and
2: Jerry was pre med, and you were pre. We're not sure. I was
0: at that point (laughs) pre AA. You were pre junior college. You were pre gas station attendant. What I was was post season. So that meant I was, I was pretty much done with college. Perfect.
3: So several, uh, beverages or probably at this point buckets in, uh, after studying had been put to bed. Uh, I remember sitting in the room and, uh, I don't remember how the call came in. Uh, exactly. I think Jim actually got the call and, uh, it was, you know, the, something, the, the, something red, did...
2: the red landline like started blinking. <laughs> yeah, guys, there's a call. This is
3: a... It's the we were commissioner bitching about pledging and all the crap that we had to do or our pledge books or, you know, we had to get signatures from people that didn't even go to the university anymore. Yeah. Um, but somehow it came up, you know, if you guys get can get a goat. You're done. You're done. You don't have to pledge anymore. You're automatic <laughs> attorney member. It members. was only
2: like like a couple weeks in a pledge. Yeah, it was and it was like, pretty, I get, pretty
3: early. I
0: remember. Yeah, I can That's pr- that's probably accurate. I I thought it was like Gainer was like, you guys are out if you don't get us a live goat by no. midnight or no, they whatever. They were
2: all fucked up and they're like, if you get us a goat, like you're in and like. Yeah, you know, what and, and, and all stunned from the Adam Sandler like,
1: yeah, go,
0: hey, go, yeah. hey, go, Oh shit. <laughs> Put Sonny. up your dukes. Okay. I remember we, brain,
3: we brainstormed for a little while. And, you know. At first we were like, oh, oh
0: this is bullshit. I'm, I'm not pledging. I'm not doing it. And then we were like, wait, it started with presserin. And you're like.
2: Well, no, it wasn't pressuring. It was Like, I'm like, hey, I think I got a guy that's got a goat. I know. Yeah. I, got goat
0: yeah. I got a goat guy. I got a goat
2: guy. <laughs> <I> got, <laughs> we we do a lot of work. You know, we do. My, our family does a lot of work on the country. I, I got a goat guy. I might have a goat guy. So I called. He's like, uh, you know, I, I had some goats. I got rid of the goats. I'm, I'm sorry. But then Jerry's like, I got no Dukes. Jerry's like, said. wait a
3: second. And he, he figured, like, there's this petting zoo in uh, <laughs> in Parma. <I'm> sure.
0: <laughs> oh, let's say, could we be charged with this now? Um, I think it's statute. Beyond statute limitations.
3: God, and the I goat's think it fine. The goat's Thank fine.
0: goodness. Yeah, we, we returned the goat.
2: I mean, I mean it's some PTSD,
3: like, I'm sure. Not like Parma's that close to John Carroll. Not no. that any of us had a car either. No,
0: but it was close enough to Pinkies where we we knew where.
3: <laughs> so uh, I want to say, uh, didn't we uh, bring in Colucci as the driver?
2: We brought in Colucci as the driver, and he brought in Brand Brewer's car. Brand Brewer wasn't even involved. It was like a 1983 like Dodge Dart or something. Yeah, not yeah. a
3: full size vehicle by no. any means. Not no. not
2: the one that we would have probably chosen to take on this mission, but it was the one we got.
0: We yeah, we tear out a John Carroll in in the Dodge Dart
3: in full ROTC gear that yeah you took, by we the way. do. Yeah. So we were in full camo. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, I was issued a full allotment of uniforms in which we I decided, "Hey, let's let's we painted our faces." Uh, you know, I think we wore like pants. No, <laughs> like camouflage pants and a jacket, but like underneath we had like just Led Zeppelin shirts <laughs> or whatever else. And um yeah so we um so we're in full camouflage covered concealed hop in the car we hit a gas station for a quick fill up and i remember this too we hit a gas station for a fill up and we're like uh, all right good you got set and uh yeah we're good and we peel out of there and like how much you know how much is gas how much do we owe you I'm like i didn't pay i didn't pay for the gas <laughs> You pay for the gas. We, we we darted, we darted <laughs> the, the Dodge, gas. Dart, darted, <laughs> yeah. We left the gas. We peeled out the gas. We didn't pay for gas. That we a... haven't
2: even committed the crime yet. We <laughs>
0: yeah. committed the crime. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So we peel out towards uh, towards Parma, and uh, we well, let, let Jerry tell the story. Yeah, These sorry. are guests. Go ahead. These are That's guests. So, so, no, 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 but
3: we couldn't we couldn't obviously approach through the main entrance smart so we went down a side street yep And, and like it.
2: but just out of curiosity like at that point we didn't have google maps at our disposal yeah Google but you knew where it was and i think you knew of a street like right before i think we went past the petting zoo just to get surveillance right, we're some doing recon. Recon. yeah yeah
0: no this is all this is all military tactics <laughs>
2: And then you're like, well, there's a side street, I think so. It's got to be a bad spot. Weren't
0: you like in Iraq one
1: time and you told your unit, like, hey, well, this is going to be the Operation Goat?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I (laughs) use it all the time. Same thing. Guys, I've done this before. This is no big deal. It's It's a a snatch and grab. It's it's a goat. It's Saddam Hussein. Whatever. It's a snatch and grab. X marks the spot.
2: (laughs) I don't want to overcomplicate that.
0: Look, if four if four guys in a Dodge Dart can pull this off uh, after an eight beer buzz, I think we can do this with five Blackhawks and the entire weight of the nation behind us. I think we can do it.
3: Sorry, proceed. proceed, proceed, proceed. <laughs> so uh, we we went down a side street and then found another side street off that side street that led up to the the back yeah called us sack. We'll call, it, we'll call it the farm yeah and, uh, and i remember we had a we had to climb over a fence yep uh, go through like a field and then there was a small ravine we had a, we had to get through yep and then a couple other fences we we had to hop over until we got to the actual petting zoo barn area
0: Uh, yeah i can remember like initially we you know i think one of us even low crawled under the fence like unnecessarily just like well
3: to see like five
2: (laughs) drunk guys just trying to get past a split rail fence was not not really
0: good we thought we were so slick i can't imagine just like the people that were watching through their blinds like what the fuck are these assholes doing is that they're got oh my god they just stole a goat oh dear god (laughs) But they, but yeah. So we we get through there, and I can remember like at first we we're very sneaky, and then we realized we have like a quarter, you know, a half mile. <laughs> it was up a to big field. Pit. Yeah, it was the,
3: was a huge we went a little bit farther down the, the side street than we probably needed to go. <laughs> uh, but when we finally made it to the barn, I remember that we got like the, there was you know it was the wood yeah. fence, and then there was a the barn, and it's like well, it's got to be in there. And uh, and I and, and I, we, I we were I
2: hoping though because we were only going on <laughs> like. Guess yeah yeah we had no idea we didn't have any like super good intel
0: no it was a it lot so of, there's a
2: goat on premises there's right. a lot
0: of fog yeah. a lot of friction
3: um, so I, I remember I I stayed back because I was gonna be lookout and I believe <laughs> and, and I believe you two actually went Applejack, into what are you doing you two actually went into the barn we went with in a pillowcase. <laughs>
0: We
2: went Cause we, cause, cause we wanted, we wanted to put it on our heads because we didn't want to see what the fuck we were doing.
0: No, I remember we were gonna put it on the goat's head so he couldn't. He didn't know who we were. He couldn't. He couldn't pick us out in the lineup.
2: He couldn't identify us. Him. Oh, goat. come on, goat you fucker! You said you wouldn't. You're fucking snitch. would me out.
3: You fucking snitch. You're done. You're done. <laughs> so so um, I'll let you guys take it over as far as. The actual break in. No, yeah, well, I mean we've
2: we've talked a little bit about. I mean it was a we got it was a shit the, show. We got yeah. scared by a
3: horse, right?
0: Well, we got to. I remember having this conversation with Jerry. We got to kind of the outskirts there, and no no goat in sight. And we think, well, there's like 40 rabbits. I mean, does that equal a goat? How many how many rabbits equal a goat? Could we take just get 40 rabbits? And hey, put them there's in their trunk? there's two
2: sheep. That's basically the same <laughs> as a goat, right?
0: Yeah, but you know we we end up yeah you know, we we break into the door uh we see no, the horse do no, you, we, we and break
2: when you in. say we break in it was just literally like you open the door <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: it's not well, like we had to blow, the we, we didn't have to blow the like blow the hinges off
0: so they just open yeah, yeah c4 c4 all right line charge clear <laughs> we go in a four-man stack all right guys clear clear right. but no but the, we go into the one door and there's the horse and the horse is like really guys i don't think we're open for business here you guys come back later um, unless you guys have barley, I'll take some <laughs> barley. And then we're like, I, I think it's a dry hole. <laughs> I think not, don't, it's a miss. It's a miss, guys. We need to find another place. And then we hear the sound. We hear the the. And then so we and our ears perked up. We're yeah, huh? like,
2: there's a goat. There's a goat. We got it, guys, we got it. All right, we gotta go. Hey, <laughs> check, check, leader one, leader one. There's a goat. There's a goat. We have goat. We have eyes on the prize. Confirmation. S- this
0: is a goat. This is a goat. <laughs> We slide the door open. The goat darts out. Jim clamps it down. Yeah, it's running around. Jim finally Stall's trying the goat.
2: to like wrestle like a fucking like grease pig, and he can't corral it. And and you, it, it you just, just charged it with your charge like, me, <laughs> and I just did a freaking you know knee pinch. And got luckily, yep. perfect that, timing. Like how my timing was that good at that point after all that i'd been through earlier this evening so
0: oh. was amazing and then it was the old how we, are we going
3: to get this over the fence
0: yeah right? exactly we we snatch it up we grab it by all four legs and we're taking turns carrying well, what it. what
1: did you think jerry when you first saw them come out with this go i, like, I was, was like th- mission accomplished <laughs> we're, we're, we are so
0: good right it now clear start and the then, car uh, start the car start the car
3: i remember that first when we got you know over the first fence we got through the ravine and got the last fence was pretty high so you and I um, locked hands underneath the goat. Yeah. Yep. Jim, Jim climbed over the other side of the fence, and it was one, two, three, and we launched that thing in the air, <laughs> Yep. And, and Jim just, just basket <laughs> caught it on the other side of that fence.
0: And we ride home? The, the goat- funniest
2: thing, though, I remember, like, Colucci, who was just kind of like...
3: He sat back in the car the entire time.
2: Like, we showed up with the fucking goat. He's like, you guys got a... Oh my-,
3: oh my God, I can't believe you have a fucking goat. the fuck is on? Holy shit, holy shit. He's
2: just, like, freaking out.
3: But just- I will i will never forget, though, the ride back on, on 480.
2: Well, no, b- b- even remember, like, we talked about, like, we get on... What is that? The Tiedemann exit or whatever it was. Like Before we get on the on-ramp, we, we're sitting in a light and a cop pulls up right next right to next us. To, right like next to us. Literally right next to us. Full ROTC, full cam, face-painted. Five guys in a, a Dodge Dart and, and a goat, goat in sitting the back in the backseat. Seat. Riding bitch in
0: and the backseat. And all seat. of it just
2: like... All this, including the goat just turn and look at like the fucking cop <laughs> he didn't think he was just hallucinating
3: yeah. be like, he, he nah, looked right I, over and, just, and was like there is no fucking way the per- paperwork is worth this he just like
2: shook his head like nah, it's fucking 3 either. in the morning I, I'm just about off shift in 20 minutes <laughs> no fucking way am I doing it I'm not not
0: touching that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and the goat's like really I'm captive here uh, is- you're on your own goat <laughs> <laughs> we get back and um, we bring it into the house, and the goat runs around the house like going crazy. Just starts eating things all all together. Johnny Mac wakes up, comes downstairs, and the goat makes eye contact with Johnny Mac, and it just sh- <laughs> scats all, of, just shits itself totally all shits over it. the. Like
2: Johnny Mac scared literally scared the shit out of a goat. <laughs>
0: So eventually the the, uh, the 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 end of the story is just as fun like we cuz we party with the goat all, all weekend. weekend. We well
2: did- the, the funny thing was too though like so the next day we had a big football game to play against like a different fraternities pledges and whatever and the goat was there the whole weekend. So we are driving our cars over to the house where the field is where we're going to play it right
1: next to where the goat was staying. Yeah right, right
2: next like this field is next to this house where the goat was living for the weekend. He was weekending in Cleveland <laughs> Heights. And uh we're, like, maybe an hour early to the game because we were going to get there, like, have a couple beers or whatever. and whatever. Warm up like or stretch. And like or not. And I, was, I think it was maybe Johnny Mac was, like, in a in a robe <laughs> and with, like, a cup of coffee and a goat on a leash, like, taking He's it for a walk, walk.
1: around the block. Down yeah. the
2: sidewalk in Cleveland Heights. Like, he was taking his goat for a walk with his coffee and, like, slippers <laughs> and, like... One of those robes that came down to like mid-thigh, like a 1970s robe.
1: Johnny, I know you're listening. If you have a picture of that, I'd like to see that also. I like to see and I
3: remember that. we staged like the their sun porch. Well, like we, we padded it with cardboard and everything in case, you know, the, to clean up the goat mess and we went to the, you know, the cafeteria and got cabbage and carrots and all kinds <laughs> of food. It. Everything we for did. that goat. Go- I mean, we put it all in there, and that damn thing did not didn't eat any of it. It did nothing but drink beer out of the dog bowl <laughs> and chew on the cardboard well, for they, three they days. Had, they
2: had like a like a six by ten. 10- like putting green that he used to fuck around with, and the goat ate like thirty percent of it. Like it ate the
0: putting green. So the so the Sunday comes after after all that's over, and, the, and
2: it's like Sunday at like midnight we get a call. Yeah, and like, on the same on the same alert
0: phone. Get this goat out of our house. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and we're like. What <laughs> you just said to bring it there? Like you didn't say that's yeah, right. nothing about
2: nothing that's about getting no, rid of it.
0: No, no, we're we're fraternity members. Find some other pledges now for the and, and the. Uh, so, I remember our brains like going through like what we what we're gonna do. Should we tie it point, to the flagpole? We were gonna take it downtown and put a sign around its neck parma petting zoo or bust like right around yeah, yeah. just tie it to a pole we were gonna just observe it make sure somebody like who's gonna pick up a goat and take it oh where are you going parma all right yeah i'm on my way yeah and we we end up kind of casually breaking back into the breaking back into the um, the place and, and putting it back home and
3: took it home It had a little vacation for the weekend i hope jenny's
0: telling that story
3: it was named Jenny why for, was it
0: named Jenny Jerry you named it I
3: think uh, we named it uh, for my for my roommate actually re- named it uh, Ryan okay. Corsica who had a really good infatuation with uh, Jenny McCarthy <laughs> we all did it uh, me, uh, yeah well, so. I don't
2: think that was just Ryan I mean at that point like she yeah. was
3: she was it. she was it yeah so
0: and she actually had balls and a penis and it was like hey guys I'm a guy so uh, I don't know if you are fam- familiar with the anatomy of goats but this, these are my balls. So Jerry, like the goat
2: story obviously was like an epic story. We remember from our college experience and we've told it a million times and I'm glad the listeners have been able to hear about it, but the ending of it didn't end just with the goat being stolen and then eventually taken back. Like there was more to it on your end. Right. So what, what happened?
3: Yeah. So it was probably, uh, about a year or so after we, we had graduated and I, I was working and, you know, just listening to the, the radio and, uh, they, you know, how radio shows have these contests and things like that. And, uh, The flavor of the day was, you know, what is the dumbest thing you've ever done while you were drunk? And I was like, "Oh, well, nah, I got a good story." <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, so this I, is a chart top. So right. I called in, and the call screener is like, "He's like, hey, what, what do you got?" I'm like, "Well, you know, we stole the goat from a petting zoo." He's like, "Hang on, you're you're going on the air in a minute." <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need. <laughs> that's, that's all. That's all he needed. So, uh, so I, I went on, and, and, and I told the story, and uh, you know, of course, they they were dying laughing on, on the radio. What, like, know?
2: so what radio show was this a radio show that we? But were believe, on? I mean, it, it, was, it, was it was Q104. Chumasana. I mean, it wasn't
3: like it was you know nine. First of all, what are you listening to? Q 104 for? It was on the radio at the work state. at work, you know. You, you, I can't control what they're playing on the radio, but you know, I snuck away, I took a bathroom break to tell the story.
2: <laughs> You're sitting in the bathroom stall. Hey, I got a fucked up story for you guys.
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyway, so tell that story, and uh, and they're like oh, they're laughing and good things like that. And then so that was, I think, I was like on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and uh, I get a, I come home from work on Friday, and there's a call on the answer machine, and it was from, uh, you know. The radio station, like, hey, give us a call back. We all, uh, we all. Hey, music this is Q104. <laughs> even, even the people that work behind the scenes, like, this is hey, We're back. So uh yeah, so I called them back and uh sure as shit, uh, they you know, you're like you're, you're the grand prize winner and uh my wife and I won an all exclusive paid vacation to uh the American Music Awards. They put us up in the Hollywood West Hotel, limo oh to the event. Yeah. We sat like ten rows from the stage. Oh we're, my God. Britney you guys Spears were right and next Garth to- Brooks were sitting right in front of us. I right mean it was Toby Keith. It was it was absolutely incredible. And this is when like In Sync was hot and they were the big band and they performed live and are it, they not popular anymore? <laughs> A while ago, so uh, but it was. I mean, it was. It was. It was awesome. all, all. from the goat story. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's I, I so. Many I, of- I owe. I owe a lot of that trip to you guys. <laughs> there's so many lives that have
2: been touched from that poor little goat Jenny. Jenny. And, I, and I don't know Jenny, if you're listening right now, <laughs> but I just want to say we all thank you for what you've done to enrich our lives and send us to amazing exotic places yeah. and just really fill our lives with joy. So from, Jenny,
0: from the bottom of my heart, <laughs>
2: I was At thinking about that. that. Do we know what
1: are the life expectancy of a goat in a petting zoo like?
2: After that? After something like that happens? I gotta got think. <laughs> if you're gonna
1: think Jenny, you gotta you gotta look up a little bit. Actually,
0: I have some sad news reports. She committed suicide three days later. She actually horned herself. Once Put she saw
1: up. what it was like on the outside, she was like, I can't do it anymore here.
0: <laughs> Dale Dale did it. Dale the horse. <laughs> the horse
2: she went up to dale, said, dale, dale just give me your best kick right put me out of my misery and right he's to like the temple
0: whatever i don't care
2: <laughs> just, <go. laughs> just more oats for me more yeah. oats for
0: me i don't care we could use a new goat
2: <laughs> i never liked you anyway jenny
0: <laughs> <laughs> how are the rest of you rabbits feeling anybody, Anyone else, want step anybody else want to step into my couch here The horse psychologist. (laughs) It's a weird... We went on a weird path there. Oh, man. What a great... So what are you going to do? We've all got kids, right? Like, uh, you know... Yeah, you know, we won't say their names just to protect their, the innocent. You know, someday, I, my real hope is that, like Shane said, like our our you know kids are going to have this in, in perpetuity to kind of listen to. It's out there someday. You know, when we're uh, when we're long gone. But uh, what are we going to do when, like, maybe they get hemmed up doing some dumb stuff, and and the wives are like, "That's it." i'm fed up we got to do this that and the other and we're you know this is we got to hold them accountable and we need to teach them some and we have this in the back of our mind like i don't know we stole a goat from a petting zoo like we maybe need, we need to take it a kinda little, out there <laughs> we kind of we kind of need to take it easy on them maybe <laughs> uh who knows what they're going to get into but uh oh if you're listening have fun live it up and uh don't get caught. That's all. But hey, look, if There's you're gonna cameras. steal a goat, return it. Bottom line, yeah, I don't think there were any goats. We, harmed we really didn't steal it. We borrowed it. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. And we, I, I do remember we didn't necessarily put it back in its pen. We just put it in the yard. You know, we just put it in the pen fence, and he's probably just like, "Oh, appreciate you guys. I'll, I guess I'll walk back to the barn. All right. Thanks. I
2: would, I would love to talk to like. Someone that was like the maintenance guy at like that the caretaker, it, yeah, The, is the it, caretaker, Is that petting zoo still there. Do you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so
1: I mean, somebody See, can we, watch we, video, we, we, could get, we could get one of <laughs> those like video? things that
2: like d- disguises your voice, <laughs> like, oh, <I> mean, <laughs> this is, uh, we, There might have been a gold stolen. And I just, mean, like, what if we went there and like
1: why started did talking, we asked for what? ransom and went to like, <laughs> Hey, has anybody worked here for a long time? And then just started like asking questions. And
2: is there a goat named Jenny? Maybe get
0: the petting zoo to sponsor the show.
1: <laughs> it might be like, this is fucking the greatest thing ever.
0: Or maybe maybe the owners of the petting zoo were like, yeah, uh, our house is 20 yards away, and it was 3 in the morning, and we were like, fuck it. <laughs> we saw it all. Huh? We never liked that goat. We appreciate you bringing it back, and we don't ever want you guys back again, ever. <laughs> not your Dale, kids. Dale not, told us not, that goat was a problem anyway. <laughs>
1: I'll just go by myself and start talking to people and be like, I listened to this podcast the other day, and I think this is the petting zoo that was mentioned.
2: It could become a museum of like for the Cutting Weight podcast. Like this is where the goat was stolen. So, Jerry, another thing that you were nice enough to do is bring us some, uh, some bourbon. It's Cutting Weight Cabin. It's Eagle Rare, right? A good Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Guy's You're, not playing around. I mean, he's, no, he's a player. That's good stuff. I mean, that we only drink good stuff in Cutting Weight Cabin. So. That's true. So it was it was a very special gift for Jerry to come and donate this. Jerry, you're a bourbon guy, right? What uh, tell us a little bit about your love for bourbon? What uh, what got you into it?
3: Yeah, so uh, you know, really the uh, the pandemic and uh, it's that like segue and it into runs, something it, else. Runs but... in my family, alcoholism, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. So a uh, couple, you know, couple it was only a matter of time. <laughs> good for, good friend of mine is uh, big into bourbon and uh, just kind of started drinking bourbon with him and learning from him and uh, acquiring the taste and. Uh, just got in, got into it with the with the pandemic, and as far as you know, you can't really do much. You couldn't you know in the beginning, you couldn't go out. You basically just go to work and and go home and stay home. And you know, it's like, what else am I to do? I'm just, you know, and start drinking bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I can't I can't like, be
2: at home this long and okay, be sober, I just, so <laughs> Exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> so uh, I can't remember like keeping time of the day. as like, well, like I just ate a meal, like uh, like breakfast. Breakfast, so, breakfast is done, <laughs> and. I remember like we were we tried to do everything like i tried to like we built model airplanes and car cars with the kids and we we tried our best to like and we did get some great you know quality time and everything else but it was only a matter of time before i just binge watched like lover lover listed right (laughs) on hgtv or whatever it was and i'm like oh my gosh this chip and joanna they really have got a great style going you know geez um and but then it's this like let's put some shiplap up in our living room <laughs> Yeah exactly. Yeah, you see the You can uh, only put shiplap <laughs> up in so many rooms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh we styled we styled our living room like they do all their bathrooms So, <laughs> Um well, but we we uh um but yeah, there's there's there, we 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 put up the good fight. And then at a point like we were even at the department of defense, we were week on week off and we kept we kept a shift of guys quarantined from each other. We were not allowed to talk to the guys that were coming on next. And so we did a week on and we did a week off and we were not, you know, to to, to interact with the folks we were that were coming on after. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um uh, to to the extent that we could. And then <laughs> just ultimately amounts to like All right. Well, uh nothing else is going on. I don't need to drive the kids anywhere. Let's start uh boozing
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's it seems like an easy little, you know, path to take yeah it's easy so eagle rare jerry is that one of your favorites
3: yeah it's one of my favorites pretty much anything from the historic uh, buffalo trace distillery is is top notch uh one of my obviously that and in blanton's and uh eht are some of my favorites it's uh, super hard to get a lot of that know, running. Blanton's, it, it, yeah. it, it it is but it isn't so it it, it becomes kind of uh
0: eht that's a date drug right <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's that right up there mike oh okay yeah, yeah. You, you've got a whole bottle of it <laughs> The date rape jug. <laughs> yeah, for Southerners. funny it's on your you're top shelf that. there.
0: Yeah, for Southerners, right?
3: <laughs> no, nah, but uh, it it's basically uh, you know it is kind of hard to get. But if you if you get into this whole bourbon hunting thing, as they call it, yeah. it it's it, it becomes an art. It's kind of like uh, when you're a kid and collecting baseball cards, yeah. except it's a thousand times more expensive habits <laughs> yeah so and,
0: and maybe someday those those bourbon uh um, bottles will be worth something
3: <laughs> I, I, i'm one of the, i'm one of the individuals that actually like gets the bourbon and then consumes it uh, yeah but a lot of people you know turn around yeah they'll just and, put and it sell, on a shelf sell and sell it, and, it and, and sell it or i was so, talking
2: to well i want to bring up I mean, I won't say that, but I was talking. To, we were talking to Dan Meisner, who was a guest before, and he brought some burb He brought some Buffalo Trace to us. It was yeah, we're doing uh, a store uh, pick. And
0: Dan, if you're listening, we just finished your bottle. Uh, yeah, Jerry it's, just it's drank gone. the last of your Buffalo Trace, so uh, set aside some time on your calendar. <laughs> Let's bring you back for another episode. And, uh, and the
2: crazy thing about Buffalo Trace too is like. If you find it retail somewhere, it's like twenty five bucks a bottle. It's not expensive, but it's just it's hard to find
3: it. Eagle Rare, thirty five dollars for the bottle if but, you can find right,
2: it. Right, but you know, you could go on the internet and spend a hundred bucks on a bottle of that easily. And uh it's it just crazy. So you gotta kinda figure out, you know, either get into a lottery or know when stores get deliveries. And, th- and that's the whole thing stuff is like when that. stores
3: get deliveries and, and that's the one nice thing with uh with the COVID is that uh, I got my wife into it. And uh her being uh into COVID. Yeah. Into COVID. Oh, yeah, got her into in COVID. COVID. That was it was awesome. She's big into COVID. <laughs> yeah, she's in big the COVID. into COVID. Yeah, right. she yeah,
0: no. She she came out of it.
3: <laughs> no, but with her um being a principal and uh the schools being closed, you know, they were everything was remote, so uh i you know i got it this called the liquor stores found out what their schedule was <laughs> when the deliveries were what days and had like a little calendar and trace the buffalo trace uh, shipments and then uh, you know basically had her at the store before they opened she's like a runner she's like a yeah, drug yeah. runner she was my mule she was my mule <laughs> so so
2: there it was maybe like two months ago i was working at a customer's house and i happened to walk past his bar He had a bottle of Eagle Rare sitting on his bar, but there was just like a couple bottles of bourbon, you know, and Eagle Rare had to be one of them. The other ones were like nondescript ones that. And and I asked him, like, how do you like that? He's like, eh, he's like, actually, I'm kind of done with it. I'm like, are you into bourbon? He's like, yeah, I am. He's like, are you into bourbon? I'm like, I do like it. I've just started to get into it, but I like it. And he's like, well, and at this point, like, we're done. He just is going to, you know, give me a check and be done with everything. He's like, let me go upstairs and write you a check, but why don't you come upstairs and sit down? So. We go upstairs, sit down, and he has like this little cart, his little bar, and he kind of like wheels it over to where we're sitting, and he opens it up. He's like, let's have a couple of these, you know, since you like bourbon. And he pulls out a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle 10-year and a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle 12-year. He's like, have you ever had these? I'm like, no, I've I've seen them. I've never actually like probably seen one in person. And uh, he's like, well, let's... He's like, you need to taste them, and they weren't. They were already open. They were like half gone. And he's like, we need to do this. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. Did you want? And it was it was a Friday afternoon, and I'm like you perfect, know, perfect. So yeah, I, I tried it, and you know, it, it was great, and whatever else. Like, to, I don't think my bourbon palate is, you know, exquisite enough to be able to like really differentiate. In was he's it so bur- was it like worth fifteen hundred dollars a bottle, or was it similar to like just some Buffalo Trace I really like? I couldn't tell you. Wasted right. just but, wasted. Uh, on yeah. you but it was at that cool point. it was cool to, no, but to do good. it and, it, it, and he a, was more than happy to be like, "Here, let's let's, you know." Yeah,
3: it's 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 like a status thing with some of those those, those bourbon. They're so hard to get. <laughs> yeah. And you know, again, to the average bourbon drinker, are they going to be able to tell the difference between a $25 bottle of Trace or a $1500 bottle of Pappy? Probably not, but it, it's just like anything. It's like status. If you can get a bottle of Pappy or a bottle of Pappy, I mean that that's elite. I mean, I, I I don't have any of those yet, but I I do have quite a few of the the exclusive ones from Buffalo Trace. I've got George C. Stagg. I've got Stagg Junior. I've got all the Wellers. Uh, but you know, I haven't I haven't paid the the aftermarket price for those. I've been there's a the whole underground bourbon, oh, yeah. bourbon circuit where you can bid on bottles and win them in auctions. And I've been very lucky to win a lot of those auctions and, and get those bottles and. Uh, and it's great. And like I said, it's like collecting baseball cards just a much more expensive habit. And and the bu- best thing about I, I keep my bottles and I drink all my bottles. I don't turn around. I don't sell them. And, uh, you know, the best thing I like about I think bourbon should be drank, good bourbon, with, with family and friends. You should share it with family and friends. And, you know, the value of the bottle means nothing but the memories – that you're going to have from from opening that bottle and drinking that bottle are, are going to last you a lifetime i mean we crack this bottle at night we have this podcast i mean good college buddies sharing a bottle of bourbon and you know we're gonna have this memory for forever and and it's actually recorded too so it,
0: you know yeah and yeah it's not going anywhere all you know all 12 of our listeners are going to hear hear this
2: <laughs> and they'll they'll take it to their graves
0: Uh, Basil Hayden's is one of my favorite, you know, it's a middle shelf whiskey, but to me it's, it's, it's right. It's a, it's a line drive. Uh, Basil Hayden's is one of my favorite, uh, kind of whiskeys. It's affordable. And, uh, you know, I, I drink it alone with, and it stops the voices in my head.
3: You need to get the, have you tried the 10 year rye?
0: No, uh, but there's another. Uh, I was just gonna bring up Bullet Bourbon is another one. Again, middle shelf whiskey. I'm not. I'm not you know a connoisseur like you guys are. I'm not you know day trading and and uh, whiskey like like you guys are. But I do consume a lot of it. Uh, well, I tell you, you, you might a start, not, as a start. Might not one be surprised the, to know
2: one of the like favorite ones. I know like Mike, you and I have like love it. And I don't know if Jerry, you ever had it, but have you ever had like Red Breast Irish whiskey? Oh, yeah. It's a single pot still Irish whiskey, so it's not a bourbon. Okay, but it's the smoothest Irish whiskey I've ever had, and they have you know they have a they're the normal bottles, a twelve year bottle, and it's nice. it's not crazy expensive. You can find in most places, maybe sixty bucks for a bottle, but uh, it is good. So that is like it's hard to get a lot of the bourbons because they are just sell out unless you like you know you, have yeah, you a, unless you have a mule unless that's you have a mule it. right but you can like, hunt them down. I've been exactly. able to find the red breast stuff in uh you know different i got a 15 year i got a 21 year and like they're more difficult to find like dan meisner has helped me find a couple of them and uh timmy gibbons and i cracked a bottle of this like cast strength um 12 year last saturday and it's super strong so some of those Cast Strength stuff you know it's like i think this was like 117 proof and it was pretty hot to, t- to take it but you just throw a, uh, a you know an, an ice cube in there and let it sit yeah. for about five minutes and it was man it was some of the smoothest stuff I've ever. Yeah, had. it's amazing amazing so how just
3: adding a cube or a couple drops of water will change change the taste of the bourbon. It's, That's a it's, really
0: cool uh, thing that they're doing now with uh, the the cast drink stuff and then also the what they're doing with like kind of melding beer and whiskey like uh, Jameson is doing that with their uh, their Irish do some of whiskey. the barrels, yeah, yeah with Guinness. They'll and, do an IPA one. Up. They just a yeah. one.
2: But Jerry, seriously, try if you see it. Get a bottle of just a regular twelve year red breast, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Absolutely, super smooth, super good. Uh, probably one of my favorites whiskey wise. Even like compared to like bourbons, it's it's great. Love it. So, Stahl, you were talking about uh, sex education.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <With> the- <laughs> what a transition! Jim. Yeah, nice nice segue
0: well, there. I mean, well, yeah. well, drinking
3: you, you, right into sex. Yeah, you, no, you can't what drink I was whiskey without thinking was, about sex. What
0: I was asking for was some sex education. <laughs> If there was like an online class, and I found several um, several websites that offered a, a lot or of even, different, or even just
2: like, a, a hot yoga. <laughs>
1: Were those just videos though, Mike?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a how-to. It was hands-on, uh, pretty much. But Real um, not a lot of explanation, just <laughs> no. a lot of action. No, yeah, you just yeah. gotta kind of feel your way through it. So we have. Um, you know some some kids that are approaching pre-adolescent teenagers and and everything else. And it, it, what what's kind of happened in our household is they get a formal education kind of in the school system. Um, It's very you know technical and uh, probably you know doesn't necessarily prepare a kid for for the whatever the the future might hold. I
2: remember when I was in I think ninth grade, like sex education class. From so like at that point, I'm sure all you guys were probably the same. Like. The, guy, the, the person that taught sex ed was also like the gym teacher. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, you got a gym teacher who's usually like a 40 to 50 year old guy who's like probably doesn't feel comfortable talking about sex. About, about right.
3: 320.
2: Yeah. Literally in like shorts that are like squeezing his balls to death. And, doesn't,
0: yeah. Doesn't have a lot
3: and of And he's it. also like the football coach. Not getting a lot of sex. He's, no. he's just
0: the only guy who's not uncomfortable <laughs> talking about it, which is probably the wrong guy.
2: To- so I just remember like, one you know one portion of the sex ed class the one day like the whole topic of conversation was stds and like you know then growing up like everything they did was on like an overhead projector you know he'd draw like crappy crayon drawings on like a piece of clear paper and shoot it on the overhead and like you would just take notes or but he he like he wrote down different stds and uh the first one he talked about. I just,
0: I just imagine this like it's just him drawing dicks. Like, and here's another one that I drew, and it's a little veiny. But this is, ladies, this is something that you might encounter. And this one's about half-baked. Uh, I, I drew this one. My inspiration was just kind of a tweener. You know, just kind of a tweener-wiener in between. <laughs> tweener-wiener, if you will. <laughs> if you will. It's just kind of, you know, uh, it's, it's almost at, at you know, at, it's about half-mast, if no, you will.
2: But, like, so the first word he writes down for STD he's going to, like, tell us about it, it is gonorrhea. But he spelled it gondoria. <laughs> So literally, like the first first second, everyone in the class is like laughing at him. You have no and he, credibility. And he's like, you know, wiping it out with his like hand. Like, uh, uh. it was just like so. Anyway, like it, p- things probably need to get better. Hopefully, they've gotten better. I don't know, Mike. You're you have the oldest, probably. I,
0: I think there's just a there's just like a well, and we talk, to um, we all have daughters uh, here at the show tonight, and uh, there's different approaches to their maturity versus a young man's maturity and melissa's like you know um you know with with my daughter we took almost no action in terms of like i don't want to talk about it ever and i'm just going to assume that it's never going to happen and when she has a baby i'll just assume like a stork brought it (laughs) and that's kind of the the most the, the approach most dads take so you
2: never had like a sex talk with your daughter
0: no no never never and um you know I know that she's taking precautions and I I, I mean, do you know I can that from guess, like you
3: know that from like hearing from the grapevine or you no her, I know
0: I know that I know that she is okay. no, I, um, like, I,
3: he, I think he went with the kind of the same approach I did was I just told my wife I'm like you take care of this and yeah. I'm on a need-to-know basis and I never need to know that she's pregnant yeah
0: <laughs> yeah exactly so you know I know I know that I know that things are occurring there and it's 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 the train is not off the tracks necessarily um, with the boys, it's just a little bit. And Melissa's like, "You need to talk to the boys about this." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll, you know." And I, I thought, "I
2: got this. I got this." You
0: know, they get the technical aspect at school, and I'm like, "Well, I, Yeah, I really need to need to really teach them the art behind it. <laughs> like yeah I'll, no I'll talk to you. I'll, I'll kind of sit them down and, and talk to him about like different positions and stuff she's like no don't <laughs> like,
2: that's not what I'm talking about not it. It. Like, all you right. know what's
0: really awesome <laughs> <laughs> okay here's the deal guys but then it was also this discussion that Melissa and I got into was mm-hmm. they don't they don't know what the terms mean, so they might, um, you know, accidentally say something. But they would
2: hear like a slang term and not be sure.
0: Right. Like, um, you know, um, an uncomfortable situation that happened recently was that like, um, oh, uh, my my son thought that he was asking a girl out to dinner and he said that he was going to eat her out. <laughs> Are you serious? That's not true.
2: That is not true. Wow, or maybe he knew what he was saying.
0: I hope I hope he doesn't listen to this until twenty years from now. But this is a true story. So How'd that play out? Not well. He got booted out of the chat room. Anyway, the, but but my point was the poor kid. This was innocent. He had no idea.
2: I mean, I would I would say my son's probably in the same boat. Like he, you know, you, you hear like, even as a yeah. kid. Like I know, like I heard, I would hear things. Like I remember hearing on the bus going over from school one day. Someone says something about sixty nine, and I'm like, "Well, what is that?" And they're like, oh. And, like, "And they gave some rudimentary thing like I didn't even know what they were talking no, about." No, yeah, we but all. Then,
0: I ended up doing a ninety six once.
2: Yeah, and how'd that work out?
0: It was nothing. I mean, we we're just bumping our small backs together.
2: Yeah, no, not fun for anybody.
0: <laughs> no, no, it was terrible.
2: Um, but but they don't know. But then they they talk about it with their buddies because they think it's cool, you know, to talk about it.
0: Yeah, but the poor kid didn't know. So, like, like I think there might be a role for, the, again, the gym teacher or a dad or something to come into his room and, like, just kick everybody else out, just keep the boys there and be like, okay, guys, here, here's the situation with, you know, this slang term or that slang term or whatever it is. And you kind of got to walk them through what all that stuff means. It's just, it's an uncomfortable conversation, but also you have to prepare them for.
2: Well, because of everything you can find now on the internet. I mean obviously like you can find every anything you want like in stuff that you there's a lot of shit you obviously don't want your kids to find and it's all out there and then to see it in that context is not real life like honestly you oh know, gosh it, it's a, yeah it's so it, it it fucks up a lot of their probably view of what is like normal or what is real and that's it's a little scary you know yeah
0: absolutely so there might be a, again if I'm available if you need me to come talk to your children. I think you'd about, be
2: a great gym teacher slash sex ed
0: teacher. Absolutely, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, sure. eastbound and down where uh, we could find a PowerPoint. Where Kenny Powers goes in the overhead projector. He's a phys ed teacher there for a little while. Um, but yeah, there, there's got to be a role, and um, I'm terrified of my sons just f- from the simple fact that, like, hey guys, like you need to be responsible this is a different age than what we grew up in and it's like hey you kind of need to be super respectful and and frankly if you know the girls had any any alcohol or anything else then it's off the table frankly i mean you, in this day and age you can't be too careful and I, that that would be my preparation for the kids but i mean outside of that it's like okay how do you navigate all the different stuff okay all right kids um Bukaki, let's let's walk through that just real quickly. Some <laughs> basic stuff and like Bukaki, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like um, okay. So here's what it is, and I don't think you should be super interested in it. <laughs> Um, it's not something. If, if you happen
2: to be vacationing in Tokyo, and you're in a, in a club, and this comes up, maybe that's the time to do it. Other than that, I'd probably just lay low. Let, yeah,
0: this is you, you've heard a third base and walk them through the bases. <laughs> I think it's still applicable. You know, it, yeah, this, I know this, like, let's I, start I, with getting hit by a pitch. This is <laughs> this is overshirt. Over okay, this is heavy petting. And third base. Bukaki is ninth base. Okay, this is (laughs) Like had four home runs in one game. Yeah, yeah, that's like four grand slams. (laughs) That's a cycle times eight. (laughs) Yeah, you're not gonna get there. You might. Some of you you need to have a shower close by. I hate to tell you guys, but you might never get there. Hopefully you never get there.
2: <laughs> yeah, best case scenario, you never get there. It right. might sound good at the time, but you're gonna regret it. Does I'm it sorry. ever
0: sound good? <laughs> somebody no. Somebody has to walk them through this stuff.
2: Yeah, I think that's when I'd leave off. <laughs> I'd leave off. I mean, if they're gonna get into that, like they'll find it uh, that on their own. Like that's that's beyond it. All right, All right where, we'll where we at? Shane?
0: That point in the show, or or. I think we're at the five questions point.
2: Yeah, we're an hour in. So, all right, let's, uh, do, let's it. do it. So, so we got—we actually did spend the time today to come up with some questions for Jerry. Now, Jerry, you probably listened to the show enough. Maybe, maybe you haven't, but you all know right. that you're going to read the questions. We're going to answer them for you. We might let you comment. We might not. But uh, try not to read too far in. Just read one question at a time, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have some fun.
3: We'll see it. where it goes. And
0: try, yeah, try to read them a little bit better than Rich Sless did. <laughs> yeah, don't
2: keep, don't get so angry. <laughs>
0: Try. Don't yeah, refuse we'll, to read them. We'll try to finish the episode. When,
2: when Rich said, <laughs> "I ain't reading this fucking question," <laughs> oh, you typed these out for me. That's, oh yeah, I did. I, I did a little bit extra. Yeah, Jim's a real professional
1: when it comes to podcast. He,
0: yeah, he's our he's our what? Yeah, I mean Shane's our engineer. I'm obviously just a wild card, but Jim's kind of our manager of of talent, and
1: this is actually the first guest I think that I lined up. Jim did, Jim lined up all the previous guests I think yeah,
0: yeah. There you go.
3: so without fur- further ado Jerry what do you got alright so five questions with Jerry Scout number one who is my favorite KISS member and why
0: I have to go I have to say the Spaceman because he, he actually portrayed him in a, a famous you know a historic lip sync contest but I, I'd say the Spaceman Ace Freely. but why why am I I think he had the coolest makeup I mean he really did I mean it it was um you know colorful metallic very cool And lead guitar i mean he's lead guitarist i mean um
2: everyone wants to fuck the lead guitarist
0: bingo yeah jerry included
2: (laughs) (laughs) i i i i mean i i don't know why i asked this because i know there's only really one answer to it it it, it is spaceman ace fraley he was the guy jerry was the guy behind the guy he's he's my guy yeah, I was gonna say you're not you're not the lead singer guy that you know is is
1: you're the guy that can can rock out. I think. And no, we we've heard your voice, Jerry. You're not a good singer.
2: You're not, no. you're
1: not. You know what this made me think of though, and I should have brought up earlier about the the uh, lips the lip sync contest that we're referring to. Um, how about was I don't know was the year before, a year after, or whatever? When um, our, Javier and I think it was Mike Scripps did the uh, Prince. Yeah. Javier, yeah, Javier was, was
0: Prince, and Mike Cripps, I think, was a girl. Was a girl. <laughs> what song was it? Um, it was uh, Kiss, um, oh, by, yeah, Kiss by Prince. To stay with the Kiss theme. Yeah, yeah, but but also, uh, that was the same year that Ben Halen did Robert Palmer. <laughs>
1: Holy cow! I forgot about that. Oh ben my God. Halen
0: would be a great.
2: We guess. need to get Ben Halen on, and probably, probably via. That's zoo. gonna be remote. He, uh, yeah, in he's California a, now,
0: San Diego. Yeah, he he
2: a, a, I don't think our I don't, think our I don't think our budget, <laughs> our budget can afford to fly him in yet. <laughs>
3: that That will be the podcast of all podcasts. All right, there so there maybe, is no maybe doubt.
2: We'll, we'll get Ben on the on the list then. But, yeah.
1: uh, but Javier did the Prince kiss song was very sensual with another guy dressed as a girl. Yeah. in a Jesuit college
0: gymnasium (laughs) i can remember javier had introduced to uh you know our circle of friends the the shirts that button in the crotch and we're like (laughs) bodysuits. yeah we're like uh, my girlfriend's warm in college javier like why is that shirt so tight and how he's like oh simple i snap it you know under my balls yeah and we're like oh my goodness so it's oh so it's like a leotard okay
3: they were tight shirts. All right, Jared, number two. All right, number two. Besides stealing a goat, what other types of live animals would I most like to abduct? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough one.
0: Because a goat may not be necessarily like, you know, we're talking about big game hunting at this point. No. No?
2: I don't think we... I mean, we, you could talk about whatever. I, I think... Uh, I don't know. But like, I think whatever animal you pick... It has to be one that he could physically abduct. Like he can't kill it and drag it out. It's got to be something. Yeah, he I mean, could can you, grab. you can't
1: physically abduct a, a horse. It's got to be a smaller.
2: I mean, Dale would have came probably willingly. <laughs> willingly
0: at that point, like yeah, yeah he wanted to you, get out. You guys, uh, you guys partying tonight? <laughs> I'll go. I'll come with you. Oh, we're gonna take the goat. All right.
2: I'm gonna say that he would abduct some rabbits, just because he has girls and they would think they're cute. And I don't know if they're into pets, but if they were. They would like that, and you know he would be good dad. Showed up with rabbits, so that, that's my guess.
0: Yeah, I would say. Uh, yeah, I would say he'd probably steal a uh, a neighbor's cat. I don't know why, um, but I would say you know it would be fun. Yeah,
2: that makes sense now. That
0: I think about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm gonna go with uh, sheep. I think he you know
0: get some sheep some yeah. wool.
1: He's has, he's Irish. He's Irish. Nice, you know, there's a nice lot of sweater. sheep in
2: Ireland. He could make a nice Irish sweater.
0: And, yeah, get some Velcro gloves too.
2: What the fuck would you need Velcro gloves for? Cause yeah, explain you get, this to me. Buddy.
0: You get that, well, so you can hold on to its hips. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right,
1: next <laughs> question.
0: <laughs> now you get some Velcro gloves, you put it right up against the cliff, and it's pushing right back into you. You say that like you've had experience. <laughs> Yeah. You I've know watched, way too much about this. I Mike, taught a, you taught a class on primary. sheep in Velcro gloves. <laughs> I have watched through night vision goggles and uh
2: <laughs> You've seen Middle Eastern guys fuck sheep. Yeah. Literally. For sure. Oh my
0: god. And each other. Oh boy. I'm not I'm not gonna post it online or it's anything It's hard to
2: imagine how we can't really like put our uh our whole mantra and <laughs> our mind frame <laughs> into those people.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, we dropped hellfires on them right, <laughs> right after that. <laughs> right after we were that, like, should well, we kill l- these did guys? Did you at yeah, least sure. let him finish? <laughs> thank you. I was going there. Make, <laughs> you beat me through We it. did. We, right we, right, we no, we out. didn't. We saved the goat. We saved the sheep. We were like, let's, let's, spare, this. let's spare this guy. Sniper took him out. And the sheep's like, thank you so much. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. One, one sheep at a time.
1: <laughs> we're saving, <laughs> saving the world.
0: Changing. Uh, yeah, hearts and minds. Winning hearts and minds.
3: Good God! Number three, Jerry. All right, number three. Who is the most firm? No. Who is the most famous person <laughs> I've ever met? Most firm. <laughs> let's answer most firm. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Who's the most firmest person I've ever met?
0: <laughs> most firm person you've ever met. <laughs> oh, that's a good one.
2: What are we doing? Are we doing the actual firm? <laughs> I think we're to go with
1: famous. Famous. All
2: right.
3: Well, you were at the the ACM awards, or yeah, did you ever meet any of those people? You can talk. Yeah, you know Garth Brooks and Britney Spears. I mean, you shake
0: hands with them and you say hi. No. not big guy. Hi to Garth Brooks. Someone
3: like, did you actually meet? Maybe like brush her shoulder or something.
0: (laughs) Pick their pocket.
2: (laughs) I would say so. Geez, I don't know. I, I do remember one time several years ago we went to a Notre Dame game, and we were very close. So randomly, we go to this game. We hear, like, there's a concert at this one bar the one night. We show up at the bar. No one's there. It's totally dead.
3: We were at at that concert.
2: Yeah, Jerry Jerry and Billy Hoffman were there. It was me and my buddy Sean and Ryan. We show up at this bar that we heard there was live music at. No idea who was going to be there. And who's playing? And literally, there was, like, ten people there. Who's playing there but Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Piles? Holy
3: shit. Yeah, huge cool. Notre Dame fan. Huge Notre, huge Dan- Notre Dame fan. Huge Notre Dame Turns out,
2: like, literally, Mike, he's from Sugar and Falls. He lived, like, most of his life in Sugar and Falls. you kidding. His dad played on Notre Dame's football team in the 70s. So even as, oh, wow. like, wow. fucked up as Scott Weiland's life turned out to be, yeah. like, he was still a huge Notre Dame football fan. Wow. So he came. He was in town for that game, and uh, we went to the show, and he played, like, two hours –
3: of, Acu- like, acoustic acoustic, just, just oh. like,
2: stone, and we were like, I was as far away from him as I am to you right now, like, right there. So, I don't know, like, we probably just said, Hey, Scott, and like, whatever, but like, I don't know if we ever, like, technically, like, hung out with him, but like, we watched the whole show, we had a
3: conversation with him after yeah, the show, we, we yeah, did talk I
2: mean, to him, and he was super cool about it. And like, the next day, so I would say that Scott Weiland would maybe be the guy who had would answer that's kind of probably why I put the question in, but uh, the next day it was funny because we go to the game. And we had tickets like kind of separated but like heimbach and sean were sitting in one row and like two seats behind him was scott Weiland, and like we had just seen him the night before and uh talked to him again a little bit during the game so like that's that's what my guess would be and that was it was super cool like literally we yeah, got our awesome. own like scott wyland concert that night and there was 10
0: people at the bar i mean it was dead yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. After the game, where you like Scott, where are you going? He's like, I'm leaving on a southern train only yesterday. Joe, oh, we lost why, him why too Why we soon. did the
1: podcast? This, this is it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't beat that. I don't, I don't think I can. Uh, Scott Weiland. I, I, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say Woody Harrelson, and I have no idea why I just said. <laughs> I that. actually met him. I met him. Oh. Well, that's no fun. Maybe Jerry thought, didn't meet him. No, but no. I did. Yeah, uh, at the uh, Atlanta airport or something like Seattle that. Seattle airport. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's probably high as a kite.
2: Fucking smoked, smoked
0: out baked, of his gourd. Baked, baked. baked. All right, I, I don't, I, I don't know, but I was I
1: mean, gonna go to the Notre Dame ties, but I was gonna say you met Joe Theismann somewhere at the Notre Dame game.
3: But I thought no.
0: maybe Rudy Rudiger.
3: No, Scott Scott Wyland's definitely up there. I was. Um, Am I allowed to answer yeah, this go, question? Yeah, yeah, this one. We'll let you answer one. Uh, I've been I've been pretty lucky in uh, in my life to to run into celebrities by coincidence. Just I guess. Pure chance. Yeah, I've um, I've ran into uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I've uh, hung out at Circle Bar at the Hard Rock with Cuban Dune and Junior. Then uh, met Joe Barbera from Hanna Barbera. Actually, spent quite a bit of time with him. <laughs> Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Wow. Uh, Ronnie Reagan
2: Ronnie Reagan probably the last great president we've had God
0: I'm
3: yeah I have nothing so just uh, just lucky that I'm in the right place at the right time often I met
0: Bruce Willis once yeah yeah I met him at uh, were you in an air duck I was in no (laughs) were you in the Nagasaki Tower yeah I was in Nagasaki Tower and I was like hey anybody need shoes (laughs) and he's like I'm a
2: traveling shoe salesman
0: oh perfect thank god you K A with those shoes? <laughs> no, I met Bruce Willis at Talafar Airfield in Iraq. He and the uh, I'm I'm gonna mess up the name of his band. He and the Terminators or the Destroyers or something. He has a band. He plays harmonica like beautifully, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he sings and and everything else. What he has so band he, came U S O tour thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so his drummer got like deathly ill on the helicopter ride from Mosul to um, to Talafar, which is not a long flight but he got he got pretty sick so I'm I was walking by the aid station as his uh, drummers in there getting like an IV or something like that and Bruce Willis is walking out and like our eyes locked and I was like holy shit it's fucking bruce willis and it's the guy uh, that bangs demi Moore. yeah and, yeah maybe at the time and i remember i shook his hand and i said oh my god oh bruce it's so great to meet you i loved you in die hard one <laughs> and then immediately i was terrified like i was like why did i just say that and he goes oh man you didn't like die hard 2? <laughs> And i was like and I and like he's still holding my hand and shaking. Him. I'm like, uh, yeah. I mean, it, uh, it wasn't as believable. As <laughs> That's like he's like, and he's just like, okay, man, all right, cool. It's nice to meet you. And I'm like, oh god, I blew it. I we'll never be it. best friends. <laughs> yeah, but I told Bruce Willis I didn't like Die Hard 2,
1: basically. <laughs> Hey Mike, sticking to your guns. Yeah, hey, I, yeah, I got. You gotta be you know. got true to yourself.
0: Hey, yeah, I was surprised. I was like, yeah, thanks, Siskel.
3: <laughs> Where's Ebert? <laughs> All right, next next question. All right, question uh, number three, no four. No, oh yeah, we're on four. Sorry, I was once pseudo stalked by a girl in college for my beautiful hair. That's actually a true story.
2: <laughs> I think I remember this. That's why. That's why I said it.
3: What body part of mine do I think is the most spectacular? <laughs> I'll start this
0: off because I think Jerry has aged like he's the Jason Bateman of our of our group, right? Like he's done an excellent job of maintaining like kind of his.
2: I his, think it's the bourbon.
0: Yeah, his body fat percentage and everything else. Um, so hats off. Hats off to you there. I'd still say it's the hair. The hairline is. Wait, is take your hat top. off.
2: We, didn't, we can't. Do you, how much hair do you have left? He's still so oh, a lot of it's hair. It's very nice. still so
0: fantastic. No, it's still fantastic. I'd say he, he, so many things. He's got a great jawline. He's got a nice trimmed beard there, yeah. but I'd say... Very well kept. I'd say the hair is still still pretty good. I, my, my hairline's starting to recede a little bit. It's unfortunate, but uh, Jerry's Jerry's maintaining very well.
2: Congrats, Jerry. Shane?
0: I'm going to go
1: with Body Party... Light. Was the body part you like of yourself
2: most spectacular? Most
1: spectacular. I think you got to go with the the pecs. You've always been you know, <laughs> muscular.
2: Ah, uh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. I think you're Shane. Uh, if you're wrong, I don't Jerry, want you to be right. Jerry, I've stared into your eyes so many times over the
0: years. <laughs> yes,
2: those beautiful ice blue eyes. I they'll just they'll cut my soul in half.
3: All right. <laughs> question number five. All right, and uh, let's close it out with uh, question number five. What was the craziest sporting event I've ever attended and why? I think, oh, I think I know the answer. Okay, go ahead, Shane. I think you
1: were at the uh, Stipe UFC fight, right?
3: I, I, I was when he uh, defended his title for yeah, the first time. Yeah, in Cleveland,
1: I thought that that had to be awesome. I'm so bummed I missed that. Yeah, I was ringside. It was pretty awesome. Um, I had a, my cousin's wedding. I, apparently, I can't skip that mm. per family regulations, but I would have loved to have been there because it sounded awesome. In Cleveland... UFC champ, defending his title in Cleveland, just amazing.
0: That's a great one. Um, I don't know, greatest sporting event. I don't know. You're a, a Browns fan, obviously, and I, I would assume you were at a game where they beat the Steelers.
2: <laughs> so sad. Man, there's not a lot of those in our lifetime.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, but there's going to be a lot Not, not many. Not I many. But I think
2: there's a lot more coming on yeah, the
0: way. Yeah, I don't okay. want to talk about it.
2: <laughs> I don't know, Jerry. I would say like you're, you and I are both huge Notre Dame fans. I'm gonna say you were at a Notre Dame game, big win. Maybe they won a big game that was gonna be close or shouldn't have won, and they won it. And you just had a huge celebration afterward. Is that the fact, or what would you say, Jerry? What was the craziest sporting event you've ever been to? And uh,
3: the CPA fight was um, was pretty awesome, but uh, I do have to go with Jim. Um, I don't I don't remember the exact. Notre Dame game, but I do remember that they, I think this was right after college. It was a big game, first game of the year up there with Billy Ho because him and I went to many games together, most openers. And I want to say they played Michigan right out of the gate. And Michigan was like a top three team, and they upset Michigan. And I remember we stormed the field, ripped grass up from the field, ran and (laughs) jumped in the fountain on campus. And it was, I mean, we were just out of college. So I was in my early twenties, and it was complete mayhem on campus all night. I mean, That's it was special, special an all night rager, and um, yeah, it was it, that. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. So I don't. I don't know if that was the. Well, yeah, that was the craziest. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was the greatest, but it was by far the craziest, most fun. Yeah, mo- most cool. fun. Yeah, that was.
2: Cal- I don't know about you, but I mean, Jerry, you've gone to a lot of college, especially Notre Dame games. But Mike and Shane, I don't know if, how many you've gone to, but like. If you're a big college football fan and you go to a college game somewhere, especially, like, so for many years, my brother and I have been going to, like, a lot of away games. And it's just cool to see other campuses and other football yeah. fields. And yeah,
0: there. Knoxville, Tennessee. We yeah, Saul yeah.
2: came with us down in Knoxville when Notre to beat Tennessee the one year. And it is just a whole different atmosphere, college football. Like, going to NFL games is awesome and it's crazy and it's fun, but, like, the co- whole college football, like,
3: yeah, the college the college environment, the, it's awesome. the intensity, the yeah. the momentum, and just the the partying beforehand. I mean, yeah. it's just a whole nother level.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I went and watched Notre Dame beat uh, Boston College back in kind of when they were both at their hey their heydays, and uh, that was like a Rick Meyer uh, era Jerome Bettis type type situation, Ronnie Culver, and all that. And that was that was that was really really cool. And that that's when I fell in love with the team. I mean, I went there with a friend, Pat Finn. And uh, took me to that game, and, they, and during halftime of that game is when they filmed Rudy. So uh, they brought all the players off the field, and then uh, they rushed out all these actors and everything else, and the camera crews and everything else, and they filmed Rudy during the halftime of that game. And you watched Sean Aston, you know, uh, did you know uh, the what was sack going on and everything else? Time? I didn't know at the time. There was there was some like indications of like um, like signage across the stadium and stuff and everything, but we uh, you know it was the best, they, they best always, halftime they, show they ever they needed
2: like a full stadium to, yeah, be able to exactly. do it exactly
0: yeah exactly so i was in the stadium when they filmed uh, when they filmed portions of that i don't know how many times they did that during the season but they i mean we watched and you know you're watching all these guys shuffle out on the field and they're obviously not like super great athletes but <laughs> and you're watching these things they're not you know no one's announcing what's happening and you're just like but the crowd's going wild <laughs> No matter what, you know, Rudy gets the sack and everything else. Like, and the crowd's like going ape shit yeah, and yeah. everything else. That, that was really cool. Um, that's that, awesome. Yeah. Not to steal Jerry's thunder, but I mean, nah, mine was like, way cooler. Yeah, way, way cooler. <laughs> no. All but, right, Mike. I, all think right. We're, I think
2: that's it, guys.
3: Thanks, yeah. thanks, Jer. Yeah, yeah, totally. thanks, thanks for Awesome. Thanks for coming, man. Like I said, we thanks for having it. me. Anytime you need a D level celebrity or less, <laughs> I'm more than welcome Bring to come back, out and be part gotta, of the show. We, we
2: got to get Billy Ho in here. He would like this, I think.
3: Uh, Billy Ho would love this. Yeah, Billy Ho would Billy love Ho. it. Yeah, you got to get Ben Halen. You, Halen. He's gonna have to be a, a Colin. Yeah, he'll do. it. Yeah. We, we've done um, call-ins, though. B- 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 Billy Ho would be great. I mean, I've got so many stories. You know, I need to come back with Billy Ho. <laughs> oh my god! The two of us could just do a two a hour and a half.
2: I actually talked. I talked to Billy Ho Tuesday because we we were on a Zoom call together for Junk Girl.
3: So. Oh yeah, he yeah he yeah. oh you definitely need to bring in Billy Ho. Yeah, he's uh, all right. He's got stories after story.
0: All right, guys. Well, thanks for cutting weight with us here for the last uh, hour and 15. I don't know, hour and a half. But uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you again here in the next episode.